Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is episode number 318, and I am your friendly neighborhood podcasting host, Carlos Alvarez. I got a lot of feedback from you guys wanted me to change up that intro and made it sound like I was reading it. So I hope you like my Spider-Man reference there. Uh, now, for this episode, I'm going to do this intro a little different, but imagine you sold coffee filters and you were able to send Amazon customers messages who bought compatible coffee devices. Or how about if you sold feet-saving Lego block storage bags and you could put your offer in front of parents who just bought Legos so they didn't step on them in the middle of the night. Finally, imagine being able to do this at scale in an Amazon TOS compliant way. Well, on today's episode, we have Yuha Mikola, the founder of Usco app. Um, at least that's how I go to it, usco.app. And we're going to talk about how you can do all this and much more. Previously, Yuha founded WinCode Academy, the largest coding and digital design educator in the Southeast. He's an award-winning uh, community leader was selected as the Endeavor Entrepreneur in 2015 and won the South Florida Business Journal's H. Wayne Heisinga Startup of the Year Award in 2016. Served as the Beacon Council's Tech Committee Chair in 2021, and you has deep network, experience with technology, and understanding of consumers is key to launching the revolutionary data monetization tool that is USCO and our topic today. Welcome to the show, show Yuha. Thank you, Carlos. Uh Amazing intro. Uh, thank you. I feel like uh, I'm introducing the president here. Like yeah. I looked at this stuff and I'm like, well, maybe I'll just make it shorter and I'll take that out. But I'm like, man, how do you take out the H. Wayne Heisinga? And then I, I'm left with it. I'm like, you got to do it. Like this is legit creds. Well, I really appreciate that. It's uh, it, it's a huge honor. I, I've heard so much about this podcast, what you've built with the Wizards of Ecom community in South Florida is really amazing. So it's, it's awesome to be here and just fun to be learning more about the Amazon space. It's such a cool, cool place to be. Uh, working in and doing business. So excited to be here. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Kind words will get you everywhere. So in, in this introduction, though, with everything there, I, I noticed that I didn't see the A word anywhere in that. And that's the word Amazon. So how this is an e-com show, but it has a heavy emphasis on Amazon, as you know, um, how did how was your journey and, and how does it take you to where you have built what I feel like it should be the app everybody's talking about in, in, in the Amazon space. Like, how did it lead you here? Well, I really appreciate that. I mean, first of all, maybe just really off the top of what we do. I mean, our, our plan is we're, we're making an app that makes messaging your Amazon customers as easy as texting your best friend. That, that's what we want to do here. And when we started, Amazon was actually not part of that original plan. Our, our goal is to allow consumers, so shoppers, to, to monetize their own data. So you think about the internet today, it's all powered by our data. Everything that we do, whether we're browsing or purchasing or whatever actions you take, big tech companies are tracking this and they're selling it. And Amazon actually has one of the biggest ads businesses. So when we started thinking, how could we really kind of fix this system and make it that us as shoppers or consumers can make some money? We thought Amazon is a great place to start. And, and the reason it's so good is that the sellers, the majority of the folks that are listening to the show now, Amazon is not letting you connect with your customers. So if you're trying to build a brand or you're trying to be more than just the product that someone buys on Amazon, it's by design very difficult. But if the shoppers opt in and are like, hey, I'm willing to share what I'm buying in exchange for getting some of this benefit, then you have a really, really interesting product. And, and that's really what we're working on. So, so it's genius. It's, it's like, it's, it seems super simple. Like, I think I have some plugins like Honey, um, plugged into like some, some extensions somewhere. And it's like, if I go to check out, I have a deal. I'm imagining it's able to read obviously what I have in my cart 
in that scenario. So here I'm a buyer and my wife and I are just like power Amazon shoppers. So like we, yeah. we buy and we're like, okay, they have all this data. Cool. We, we're okay with that because we like the get stuff delivered now, anything we want, but I can, I can kind of like almost get empowered and get my data. And that is mine in this case, right? I get my data and then I connect with you and now I'm able to monetize off that. And in the show, we're going to like really dive into like how, um, how that's able to be done. One thing I want to like touch on really quick though, before we dive in, cause this has to be what everyone's thinking. Like you're talking about data, talking about Amazon, um, privacy, security, uh, how, how am I safe? How is it not going to be posted tomorrow that I bought? I don't know some, I, I don't know of any embarrassing products. So I'm just going to say like dude wipes. Cause I gave my friend a hard time about them, even though now I have them, but it's like, yeah, yeah. how does it not get posted that I'm gonna have a picture. And it's like, this is the new dude wipe person. Like how, how is my, my data uh, safe and secure? Well, I think a lot of tech companies will say that they keep your, your data secure and they're like, Hey, trust us. You know, like we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that your data doesn't go anywhere. We took it a step further. And the way we actually built the product is that all of your purchase history, when you connect it to our app, it's only on the hard drive of your phone. So it actually never connects to our servers, which means there's no way we can find out actually what you bought. Um, we also don't know your logins or any other information. Again, this is from the shopper point of view. So we really wanted to make it very easy for a shopper to trust us because we're new. We're trying to do something different. And uh, we, we think purchases like, yeah, okay, maybe there's not so much embarrassing stuff there, but there can be. And I mean, some people could be embarrassed about how much they spend or how little they spend. We thought it was really important that people don't need to worry about that and know that, you know, we're not tracking that or looking at it. What's interesting from a tech perspective is we built the platform in a way that still allows brands. So Amazon sellers to send a message to someone based on what they bought. So we never have your data on our servers, but we have a way to query your phone that says, Hey, you know, I want to send this message to someone who just bought Legos in the last 30 days. And your phone will answer and say, yep, I matched that query and the message will get sent over to you. So there's a way we can do it without compromising your privacy. And I would say actually any internet company could work that way, but a lot of people don't make that choice because it's a harder way to run your business. And uh, we think that's the way everything should be done. Your data should be yours. You should control it and you should be able to opt in and out of when it's shared. I love it. What I want to touch a little bit on the buyer side first, because I feel like once we get to how sellers can actually use this, um, it, it'll make a little more sense. So I, I went to usko.app, so U-S-K-O dot A-P-P. That's the domain. Correct. I yeah. There, very, very straightforward, like the the, the main page uh, on mobile and desktop. It's got the what you're accustomed to seeing with your branding, though, like download on the App Store or get it on Google Play. And then right underneath it, if you just want it sent to your phone, a spot for you to pop your number in. So it's very simple. It, it downloaded almost instantly. It was very intuitive. And it just, it, it didn't, it just, I had to log in. I think it was like the experience. I just logged in with like Amazon credentials or whatever to connect, or I gave some permission. Cool fact, cool but scary, is looking at this right now, I spent a little over $26,000 last year um, on Amazon. So I would have been way off on that. I, I knew I spent a lot, but I would have pegged it a little under 10. So I'm not, I haven't been able to dive too deep into this, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's a problem. <laughs> like, you know, like maybe this is a lot. Where are there opportunities to save? So 
huge eye opener there. And it shows that I am on track to increase that by about 40% this year, just, just looking right at this app. And it's got a lot of other cool information. The, they break down on the categories, um, spent a lot of musical instruments. So I guess that's podcasting equipment and any AV stuff they had going on. So tools and home improvement, that's a shocker because I'm a big believer in TaskRabbit, but like a lot of info. It's got a lot of really amazing information here on the app. So your Usco is able to connect and know what I bought, category I'm in. Now, what, what other use cases do you see like from the buyer side? Because let's face it, if I can save some money and make some better purchases on the buyer side, um, that's going to translate into more money. I can do other things in life and be creative with maybe even invest it back in my business. So like what other, what other stuff on the buyer side can a buyer expect to see, or maybe currently exists and I haven't explored. Yeah. I think first of all, um, I apologize for showing you how much you spend. I think I've had that response so many times where people are like, I would have rather not known. And the funniest is some husband and wife, uh, uh, couples that I've met who are like installing the app and the husband will text his wife to be like, Hey, what's our Amazon login? And she wrote back, like, I don't speak English, you know, even though she's American, just to try to try to make sure you can't get in here. But my spend is 22,000. So I'm not far off of you. Um, it's definitely something that partially the reason we give you that data is just to give you value up front, right? So as a, as a shopper, I think understanding how much you spend on Amazon is purposefully difficult to track. Um, Amazon does not want you thinking about how much you spend. They just want you buying more and more quicker and quicker. In fact, if you were going to try to find this data out yourself, it's it's pretty complicated. Like it would take a lot of steps. So we wanted to make that really easy um, up front. We want you to understand your spending and be smarter about it. My favorite feature, actually, like if you go on the items tab at the way bottom, there's a purchase inflation tracker. So you can actually see how much products have gone up uh, due to inflation since you started buying them. So I know like organic pears for me is up almost 400% since we started buying them on, on uh, Amazon. So some some pretty interesting insights. But again, this is just like value upfront for the shopper. What, what this is all really about is to create this direct communication channel between the, the shoppers and the brands that they love. So we have an offers tab at the bottom. And when you go to the offers tab, that's where you see messages from brands. And every time you read one of these messages as a shopper, you earn some credits. And those credits are convertible to uh, money. And, and essentially, if you as an Amazon seller, which obviously is the, the you know, audience of this program, what you would be doing is you would be paying something for these consumers to read these messages. And um, we've just started this. So this is still a very, very new app, but we're getting some really great reads on, on how this works. We have about 30% open rates on these messages. Click-throughs are over 20% on average on the platform. Even purchases like at this early stage are like about 5% um, coming through here. So I think people, um, when they're given that opportunity to control their own data and opt into communicating with brands, people like that. They like that control. And they also like the fact that they can get something in return. Because to be honest, just between your Amazon spend and mine, we should be getting something back. We're power users, right? So I think this is a way to get some value for that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm here looking at the app and listening to this and and. I feel like I didn't fully grasp that, that part. So I would get paid as a buyer to read messages. Correct. So as a shopper, that's how you monetize your data. So right now, when you connect it, you know, you're, you're basically getting in, uh, insights and analytics, but when you read these messages, uh, we just, you know, send out an offer, for example, for a brand called Therice today, we're, we're offering 20% off on, on their Amazon products. If you go and read this message, not only do you get that discount code, 
but you can also um, get these credits that we're offering. And then this month is the first month that we're going to do a cash out day. So what these brands are able to offer, obviously, is, is payment to send these messages. We offer it straight back to the user, and then the user can cash that out. And we have a lot of different ways of doing that. We can offer Amazon gift cards. Uh, we're thinking about a way of being able to pay shoppers prime memberships, like just to do cool little things where they can get real value out of this app. And again, this is all from like that buyer shopper side of the equation. I really, I re I really, really like this. And I noticed that when I click on it, cause I'm looking in the app and there's like the, the offers page and like the first one for me says earned 100. I guess I clicked on it already. And that's joy, like a J O I yeah. uh, is, is what, is what I see from my end. So like I'm not interested in it. I was curious about it, but I noticed that there's like a graphic. It's almost like a little landing page with a learn more on Amazon or back to inbox. So you're saying if I'm, I'm not, oh, you know what? I'm not interested or I'm gonna deal with this later. I actually earned something because I read that. Correct, correct. Yeah, and then we can build different incentive structures where it's like the brand can offer something for just reading it, which is basically like you're paying for the impression, right? You're paying for somebody to see it. You can also pay for clicks, which is clicking through to your listing, which is also not just driving traffic to your page, but it's gonna help your ranking because you have organic traffic coming from outside the Amazon platform. And then we can also provide incentives if they end up buying the product because what's really cool is this connects to the person's Amazon account. So from a loyalty perspective, we can see that the person actually bought that product. Or you could see if you were Joy, um, this brand that we work with, you could see, wow, this person not only bought my product, they bought it nine times. Like this is a really good uh, customer. So let me throw, something really cool at them in terms of loyalty, a repeat purchase, or maybe even just feedback or reviews on some of the new products they're launching. So that's all possible with the platform. Okay. So I, I feel like we, we understand the buyer side and that's, that's super powerful. I, I see this as an app that, that I'm, I'm going to wind up keeping on my phone. I'm going to show my wife really curious what she spent. I have, I suspect though, I spent more than, than her, but now let's, let's talk seller. So the seller side of this, First of all, you're probably also a buyer if you're a seller. So like really cool to have, but, but as a seller and let, let's just say throw a hard product out there, but a buddy of mine has a, a brand of uh, bonsai plant accessories, if you will, you know, and on the seller side, he's like, you know, I want to maybe put this in front of people who uh, bought for bonsai fertilizer or soils or, or different things like that, because if they're buying that, then they're probably also going to be interested in X. How easy is it for to do like for the seller to connect from the seller side? Like what does that process look like and how do you go about targeting? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a great, uh, very niche product. I, I like the example. So, I mean, really we're, we're all about making messaging your customers like easy. That that's what we want to do here. And and I, when I really think about it, we're kind of in the business of the sellers are, are our customers, even though we have shoppers on the other side that make this what it is, but really the sellers are our customers. We want to help you build your brands. We want to make sure that customers know they're buying from you rather than just from Amazon, right? And I think the targeting that we can do is really any piece of data that you see in the app. So if it was like, hey, I want to specifically target people who bought this brand of fertilizer, or I know that someone who buys, you know, this type of, of um, plant, you know, pot or product is probably buying it for this type of tree. That's a good customer. You could do that. Um, and, and obviously the more user base that we build and the more consumers we have, the more relevant that deep kind of targeting will be. Because 
if you go in the offers tab right now, um, these are not targeted. We're just testing with these brands right now. So you're basically getting um, offers for a whole bunch of different uh, products. As we kind of nail that and get it more and more tighter, our goal would be that not only are you like monetizing your data, but you're also learning about products that are like highly relevant to you because they can be very, very targeted based on what you bought in the past. So um, those are those are all things that I think we can we can uh, accomplish with the platform. Some of it now, and some of it as we develop and grow our user base as well. well what about shopping cart? Like, what else was in the person's cart at the time of purchase? So we have that data. So we basically have it orders uh, specific is how it's segmented inside the data that we pull down. So right now we don't have like a screen for brands to like be able to quickly just be like, oh, I'd, I'd want a report of all of that. But but that is something we could do. Again, that's all stored on the drive of the user. So we'd have to think of, hey, maybe we send them a message and say, hey, is it okay? Like the brand that you bought would like to know what else you bought. They're willing to offer you some credits. You would say yes. And then that's the way you could do it. Same way you could do surveys and be like, hey, I'm looking to launch a new product. We already have support for that actually. Um, so there's a lot we can do here. And right now it's still early days. Like we're definitely like a, a startup, just building this, getting the word out. Our biggest ask is to work with sellers that are early adopters and are excited about what we're building. So we've been building these campaigns actually totally for free for, for brands. And we'd love to do that for anybody who's listening on the podcast today and just testing it out and sending out different campaigns, understanding what sellers really need for this to be valuable. And how we can be as relevant as we can for, for their journey of connecting with customers better. Have you seen any specific product or product categories that are doing better right now? So for us, what we've realized, because we're doing uh, less targeting at the moment because uh, of the stage that we're in, um, the best products have been ones that kind of like uh, are relevant to a, a mass audience, right? Like if you get the same message as me, what are we most likely going to, you know, if we send out like Joy is a, is a vegan product, right? Like I happen to be plant-based. That's really relevant to me. Uh, I know the founders, they're amazing people, you know, but like, it's probably not as relevant to me as let's say like, you know, there may be another thing here, like that's a placemat for your dinner table, right? Like that product will probably apply to most people, if not everybody. So I think those ones are, are the ones that we've uh, liked uh, so far in terms of testing, but but it's interesting, like I think one of the things that will will happen over time here too is is as we are able to target more and understand like everyone's experience in the app is going to be different. And that's why one of the things we ask with every campaign is like, was this relevant to you? Did you find it useful? Because we want to continually try to like figure out how we can target those better to the uh, ultimate shoppers and customers. We touched briefly, sorry, I was muted for a second while I was coughing, but like we touched briefly before about how a seller could actually, or maybe a popular request by sellers, I don't know if I heard it right, is to be able to connect with someone via Usco that purchased from them on Amazon. How is that, how is that made possible? So that that's really like our core promise. And, and that's what we want to work with, with sellers to, to accomplish. So one of the challenges with that though is like let's say I'm a brand that sells you know even let 10 million dollars a year right that's a lot of product on Amazon but one of the challenges is like you have over 700 billion sold on Amazon every year so for me to have your specific users on the platform will mean that I have to have tens of millions of customers maybe even more just to find one or two who bought it so we found an amazing workaround for this which is we're partnering up with brands to build an insert card program 
that we're paying for that we're putting in the box and packages of, of products that are getting sent out. It's happening right now in about 10,000 products. And as users or, or shoppers, let's say buyers get these uh, insert cards and join the app, we're able to connect them with your brand. So we know it's a unique QR code. We know they came from your product and we actually allow you to message your customers free of charge forever. So if you helped us grow the platform and you brought users on, We'll pay for the insert card to put it in there, first of all. And second, we'll never charge you system fees to reach out to your own customers. So that's a way that we're really trying to make it so that instead of maybe having 10 or 20 of your customers on here, we could have 10 or 20,000 of your customers on here so that you can connect with the people you care about. And if I'm understanding this correctly, uh, an insert card is created, the buyer receives it, and they need to scan it, right? Correct. Yeah. What are, what are they scanning? A link to go to the brand or a link to download the Usco app? So it's we're trying to make it least friction possible. So it goes straight to the download page of their device. So if they're Android or iOS, it's right away to get the app on. When they join the app, they'll get a call out that says, hey, let's use the TheraIce example. Like, thanks for buying a TheraIce product. We're really excited you're here. Here's a, uh, a discount code or whatever that brand wants to give them to maybe make a repeat purchase. And then that offers tab, whatever that brand wants to send to that user, they can free of charge. So it creates this direct communication link. Uh, it helps us get the people on there that you want. But obviously, this person, from our point of view, also bought other products. So it allows us to build our user base, which is really important at this point when we're trying to get to a critical mass of, of users. So this is definitely something that we've uh, built because of seller feedback. Like sellers were like, why don't you guys do this? This is a really, really great idea to, to try to not just grow the platform but grow it with relevant users. And, and this means instead of needing maybe 10 million in order to have the right numbers, like we could have a hundred thousand and it would be, you know, exactly the customers that you need. And, and I think we're already starting to see that kind of with the open rates and click throughs and purchase uh, numbers that I mentioned earlier is that the folks coming on are the people that are relevant to the brands here. So ideally we can make it a, a ecosystem where both sides are connected as soon as possible. So a long, I know nothing about programming or anything like that, but a, a long time ago, I had an opportunity to connect with someone and a big pain point for Amazon sellers was it had to do with sales tax and like where you purchased your product amongst all, and then all the fulfillment centers and every state's different. And I thought, and this is the ticket here. Like this makes everything else I look, I've done to date, look like nothing. I'm going to really bank on this, but I wound up not pulling the trigger on it. And I don't know if it would have been good or bad because we could have done some some real damage in a good way um, ha had we pulled the trigger early. But I didn't do it because I was like, Amazon could like just pull the rug out from under me and either offer this or block me from receiving a certain bit of information. Um, I believe the Amazon ad program is soon to pass AWS as their, their number one profit source. Is there any concern <clears throat> or have you thought about Amazon saying, wait a minute, like this guy's backdooring us. It's TOS compliant. It's legal. It's genius. But is there any concern that, that Amazon kind of backdoors this and says like, wait a minute, we're not going to, we're, we're going to offer this feature in-house. The crazy thing right now is how big that ads business is, right? It's almost like another tax that Amazon has put on top of sellers. Um, instead of, you know, paying fees to Amazon, and that was already probably a third of the product margin when I talked to some guys, now there's another third going to ads, and that's constantly increasing and becoming less effective. So 
I think that's a very smart move from Amazon's part when they built that. It's already the third largest ads marketplace in the world. Um, but I, in some ways, like from a seller point of view, I'd be pretty upset because you're just continually paying to reach your own customers over and over again. And I think that's what we're really trying to solve here. And um, the fact that it's such a big market is good for us. I think that it means that there's room for us to, to play. Um, we obviously want to make sure that at, at the end of the day, our, our sellers, are our customers, like I mentioned, we want to make sure everybody has a TOS compliant experience and is able to build this. The, the reason why I don't think that there's uh, much, let's say, worry from Amazon being able to block a shopper from getting their own purchase data is like you said at the at the top of the show, that data belongs to you as a shopper. So, I mean, Amazon could try to claim like, hey, it actually belongs to us. It doesn't belong to the shopper. But I, I think that's a very hard case to state. And as long as you are a shopper, you have to have a way to get your shopping history. And as long as there's a way to get your shopping history, we'll be able to figure out how to get that into the app for you. So, so I think that there's always a way for us to do that. Um, right now, we're still early. We're still growing. You know, We obviously want to make sure that we do everything in a way that uh, it is at the end of the day, helping Amazon sellers. So we're not building this product for you to get off of Amazon. This is a way where you can send people to your Amazon listings in a more cost-effective way, in addition to the other things you're doing. And when we do compensate the the buyers, the shoppers, we're sending them Amazon gift cards. So they're going to shop even more on Amazon. So at the end of the day, we're helping Amazon. Uh, but I, I do want to obviously make sure that we're always thinking about the big picture and doing it all in the right way. And guess maybe the last thing I would say is like, if you were pitching Airbnb or Uber and saying like, hey, you know, these things are going to be completely compliant. No one's ever going to get upset that people are going to drive people around in their own cars or let them stay in your house instead of a hotel. Sometimes innovation breaks things a little bit. And I think sometimes it's meant to break things a little bit. And I, there'd be a few people today who'd be like, man, I wish that the old cab system existed. Like it was just so much better. You know, I loved how it worked. Right. And I think that we owe that to entrepreneurs and early adopters who are like, I'm going to try this and do it. So I think those are the folks we're looking for who, want, who are willing to, you know, try something new and do it differently and, and benefit themselves in the process as well. Preach, man. Preach. That was very well said. I like it. The so Something I haven't been able to figure out yet is I, I, I got the app. I logged on. I'm, I'm logged on as a buyer. I get to see my buying stuff. But what does the seller side of that look like? Like how does somebody come in as the seller? I didn't see a dashboard, not a dashboard. I didn't see anywhere where I could just come on and raise my hand and say, Hey, connect me. I'm willing to pay, or I'm willing to get on a list to be able to be on the other side of this. Yeah, we're doing all of it custom right now. So it's just basically reaching out to me through the website, or I'm sure we can put a link in with the, with the podcast so that people can onboard with us. So we're actually custom every single campaign right now. So the easiest way to start actually is to send us a link to your best-selling Amazon product. We'll set up that campaign for you put you on a calendar. And like I've been telling all of our early adopters, like we're not charging anything for this. Once we hit a certain user number, then yeah, let's talk. You know, at that point, we can start looking at what the what it looks like to use the platform. But right now it's all about learning. And even with the insert card, we'll design it for you. We'll build it. We'll get that in your products. We'll pay for the printing of it. It's all just, let's get out there. Let's get feedback. Let's make sure this product is actually what, what you as a seller want. And, and also get that, that shopper feedback. At the end of the day, we need shoppers engaged. We need them coming back. We need them finding value from this app. And I think uh, we need as much community feedback as we can to make that happen. And what's the, what's the best place for people to reach out to you with you know, their listings or anything and say like, this is, you know, I want to connect as a seller right now. Is it, is it the email I have for you or 
Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it could just be my email, which is Juha, J-U-H-A at usko.app, U-S-K-O dot A-P-P. Um, we also have, uh, we're obviously active on Twitter. We have a Discord. We have a Facebook group, loads of different ways to, to reach out. Um, we'll make sure to like include all the links here and, and so that folks can get in touch. But really, that's that's the best way to engage and just get involved is like, let us do some work for you. Let, let us throw out a campaign and see how it works. And like I mentioned, the the open rates so far, I mean, to have 30% reading these messages, click-throughs were 20% last time we looked, and, and we're starting to get purchases through the platform as well. It's really exciting, and, and that's before we've started paying for data or targeting. So I think these numbers will only get better as we as we get those features fully up and running. Heck yeah. No, I'm 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 stoked. I, I think I think almost all of my listeners are gonna be super stoked about this as well. What you have a roadmap on your on your site that can, can I talk about that on, on the show? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, the only thing I'd say maybe proactively about the roadmap is like when we originally pitched this, we were looking at this as like a, a web three product, which basically means like having a crypto or a token component to it. And and we thought that that could be a way that we could really incentivize early adopters. And I I don't know how many listeners are, are aware of kind of the web three movement, but the whole idea is data ownership and owning your data and, and uh, getting something in return. And the really cool thing about doing a token would be that as an early adopter, you'd get that. And if the platform grows, it's almost like equity, you know, your the value of that goes up. But with the situation with um, the SEC and everything that's going on, we decided like, we're just going to focus really on the core of this business. And we're going to compensate users in cash and gift cards. And may, I think that's also more in line with like the typical Amazon customer. So I'm quite happy we made those decisions. But um, that was something we were looking at early and are not kind of pushing at the moment. Once you guys hit critical mass, where do you like that, that happens? Where, where do you guys see the company in like five years? Like, how do you imagine Usco serves sellers and buyers and sellers via the app? Well, I'll start with sellers because like I said, you guys are our core customers. What we would love to have is support for way more than Amazon. So the the dream that I have, and, and I used to be a seller before WinCode, actually, we didn't talk about that, but I had an e-com store and, and ran a sporting goods import business that, that we grew to over 100 retailers across Canada and the US. And one of the things that frustrated me is like, I didn't know who my customer was. Like, they might buy it from a bunch of different retailers. I didn't know who the end user was, and I had no way to keep in touch. The dream with this platform is like, if you connect your data to this, me as a brand or a seller could connect with you regardless of where you bought the product. So if you bought it from my site, through Amazon, from a retailer down the street, you know, from anywhere, that data would connect to one place. And I'd be like, look, I want to just send a message to this guy who's bought my product five times from all these different places. And at the end of the day, I don't know who they are, but it ends up being you, Carlos. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I can incentivize this person's loyalty. I can give them, I can get feedback from them and I can communicate with them. So I think in a nutshell, that's the vision of the company is like, regardless of where you buy something, um, you'd be able to, as a brand, connect with that consumer at the end of the day. And very important is for that consumer, the shopper, buyer, we've used quite a few different terms for that person. That person would get something of value in exchange for sharing their data. So a really core belief of mine is that in the future, and I don't know if this is a year away, three years away, or five years away, to target somebody online is something that will only be allowed and will only work if the consumer opts in. So I think we're going to get more privacy laws, which are going to protect consumers. 
You're going to get more brands and technology companies that make it harder to share data without your consent. So like Apple did this where they said, hey, do you want your location tracked by apps? 96% of people said no. Everybody will tell you no one cares about privacy, except 96% when they got the chance actually do care about it. So the I think that 4% shows- were marketers. Yeah, exactly. They were probably the builders of those apps who just wanted to test what happens, right? So, so I think from that perspective, like people do actually care about this, but you got to make the choices easy. And I think we're definitely going down that route where in the future, this sort of like your data is everywhere. People can target you for free is going to go away. And in order to be able to target people, you're going to have to be sharing that upside and incentive with the user themselves. It sounds like an amazing world there. Um, yeah, I, I don't have uh, obviously all the experience, a lot of experience with uh, Usco currently. Um, what questions have I not asked? Like, did I, did I miss something like really important on this app? And you're like, oh my God, you, you missed this. Like, you, we got to touch on this. Like, what did I miss? No, I, I think you didn't miss anything. I think it's really great. And I mean, I'm talking to sellers. <laughs> yeah, great job. Great. I can see that you've done this over 300 times. So it's really great. <laughs> but, but I think from the perspective of like what we're doing is we're just talking to sellers every single day. Like that's, that's basically my job right now is just learning from sellers, bringing people on the platform, setting this thing up. So I think you covered pretty much all the questions that, that we get from folks um, on, on a regular basis. And and um, yeah, really, really appreciate it. Great questions. Amazing. Well, I, I want to be respectful of your time. So you, you obviously have your hands full with, with Usco. Um, I highly, highly recommend everybody listening to this to uh, reach out to uh, Yuho at Usco app, Usco.app. That's J-U-H-A at U-S-K-O dot A-P-P. Uh, I'm going to have the link in the show notes for the email, for the site, uh, where, where you can get the app. Um, you see me at an event. I hope you come up to me and we can just compare notes on who spent more than me um, or show off on how little you spend on your Amazon stuff. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep the conversation going. Do expect me to be sharing a lot of this in future content. I think this is like one of the most exciting things going on right now as far as cool opportunities among sellers. So uh, a lot more of that. And Yuha, the favorite book you have ever read and why? I, I'm really, really wanting to hear this. Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, I, I got to throw a Miami book in. I, I've been in Miami for 10 years. I love the city. It's such a such a cool place to be. And this actually is a book by a, a good friend of mine, Nick Griffin, and it's called The Year of Dangerous Days. And if you're into, you know, just my, let's say Miami history, but I think this is US history. This it's It's just an awesome book about what happened in the city in, in one pivotal year when you had so many crazy things happening. And um, I think some of this has been kind of touched on in the mainstream media, but a lot hasn't. And I, I feel as a relative like newcomer to, to the city that I call home now, it was just a really, really great read. So I don't, I think uh, I've gifted this book to people like, you know, across the country and people love this. So if you're looking to, to read something really fun, check out Year of Dangerous Days. Um, obviously you can buy it on Amazon and then we can find a way to, uh, uh, incentivize you with some credits afterwards, you know, for doing that, but def definitely my favorite book right now. You know, it would be cool. Like it's a little total aside when you said a book, but it would be cool to say like, Oh, uh, this person just bought a book on new, young couple, young married couple, just buying their first home book. It would be cool if you were like a service provider or something else to be like, well, you know what? 
I want to be able to get my ad or my offer in front of this other person, even though it's not like a technically an Amazon product, it would be cool to be able to kind of target that way, which I believe right now is like the exclusive domain of like demand side platform ads. Yeah, no, I mean, you could totally do that. And again, it's just a message through our platform. So, I mean, it's just, it's almost understanding like what, what targeting you'd want to do. And just wanted to super quickly touch on one thing you mentioned about the Amazon spending uh, amount. So we've done a couple of consumer trade shows and we've done an Amazon spending leaderboard. So uh, some folks might remember at Art Basel last year, there was a group called Mischief that ran uh, ATM leaderboards. So it, it was global news. People would put in their debit card and would rank you based on how much money you had in your bank account. They think like Diplo or, or someone came in and showed that he had like 6 million bucks in his account and the world went crazy, right? So we're doing the same thing, but for Amazon spending. So we run these offers online too um, in our Discord where you can share that number and we'll put you on a leaderboard. You can see how you rank. And I, I think you'd be top five, to be honest. Uh, I, I think you got a pretty good number nice. there. Uh, yeah, but, but we do have someone who has spent almost 500K in the last two and a half years that's on our leaderboard. So there's some big wow. numbers on there. And it's uh, it's so funny and addictive to just watch these numbers go up and everyone's like, no way, this can't be real, but it's a really fun thing to do. My wife would divorce me. I'd be a single guy <laughs> in that discord channel if I did that. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. you have, yeah. Thank you so, so much for your time. I'm glad we were able to finally make this happen. And I look forward to collaborating on cool stuff. In the future. Love it. Thanks so much for the opportunity. This is amazing.